I want to say hello and welcome to Sleepover Talks. I'm your host, Christina. In today's episode, we have my new friend, Kirsty. In this episode, we are talking about how to make friends in your 20s. Can you give the audience a one-minute bio about you and a fun fact? Yeah, sure. So um, a one-minute bio about me. I'm um, a podcaster, a writer, and a future educator. I'm a student teacher just now. Oh, wow. And I'm from Scotland. And my fun fact is I compete in triathlon. Oh, that's awesome. How do you like doing that? Yeah, I love it. I'm being nice to train a lot during weekends as well. So, Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with the questions. Is that good? Yeah, perfect. Okay, what does friendship mean to you? I think friendship means a lot to me. It's your chosen family. So it's kind of an extension of my own family who I'm lucky to have a good family. And I think for some people, um, they're not so fortunate with their family and their friends kind of become their family. And I think that as you get older, friends become more and more important as you have to navigate the world like further away from your parents and things like that. So friends are super important to me. I completely agree with you on that because, you know, sometimes when we come from like, you know, a not so good family, like you mentioned, relying on friends and having that solid, good foundation is really important because they make you who you are, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, do you think the friendship dynamic changes when you get older? Yeah, 100%. I actually wrote, um, I did a podcast on this actually. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to plug myself um, <laughs> about the, lab- the labyrinth of um, adult friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think that so- the dynamic changes so much when you're older that you don't realize when you're younger um, mm-hmm. because your life gets so much more complex and busy. Mm-hmm. And I think also friendships kind of matter more. I feel like a lot of friendships when you're younger are just because you're at school together or they're kind yeah. of more convenient. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're older, you have to make more of an effort to keep things going so they become more true friends and real like do you know what I mean like more raw yeah and that's true because you know I have a lot of friends and usually I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends but I have friends that I go to to talk to about things like for instance I'll have one friend that I'll talk to about friendship and dating while the other friend I just talk strictly just family so I think you need to find out those kind of friendships and yeah. what it mean to you and, you know and it's okay if you don't talk to some friends like every single day you know I have a best friend that I text every single day and I have a friend that I can go like six seven months without talking and when we talk it's like we like never left off you know what I mean yeah I, I totally get you I completely agree I think that that's why it changes so much because when you're at high school you just kind of friends who, with who you go to school with so then yeah. you just see them every day so there's no kind of ability to live your own life and then to live their own lives because you're both kind of living your school life together kind of thing so and I think as well there's it's about fitting in yeah, in high yeah. school more than anything whereas when you get older you care more you care less about trying to fit in yeah that's them. very that's very true what is your definition of a true friend? what do you think like what is a true friend to you because like, I know that like a lot of times for me a friendship can be they can really be good to you and then like all of a sudden when you're going through a breakup or a family issue they're nowhere to be found so how do you know someone's like a really good friend versus someone that's not um I think just someone that's there for you but I think that works both ways so I think <laughs> also sometimes you have to navigate that because sometimes when you have things going on, they also have things going on. Yeah. So and that can be kind of hard sometimes because you can both be going through different rough spots and it can be difficult 
for either of you to, yeah, to navigate. So I think somebody that's just at the end of the day, they'll be there for you. And um, I think it's really important to have like a connection with someone. There needs to, you need to have fun when you're together. You need to enjoy each other's company. You need to be able to like have a laugh, but also be able to Definitely. like talk about serious things. So I think that's like important that you have like versatility in your friendship. Otherwise you don't want to be trotting around eggshells on anything and things like that. I think it's important to just be open mm -hmm. and be who you are and your friend needs to be the same towards you. Otherwise it doesn't feel like a real friendship because they're not portraying their true self. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you want to talk about toxic friendships? Like I know we mm -hmm. didn't cover that in the questions, but we can talk about a little bit about that since we are like in the middle of that. Do you want to like, yeah, sure. Um, I think the hardest thing with toxic friendships is that it's it can take you a while to realize it because I think you spend a lot of time in denial. Mm -hmm. um, and personally, I think that part of the one, a large part of the problem with toxic friendships is that you're not being your own friend enough, like yeah. being a self friend, if you like, to realize that the way that this person is treating you is not is not good so it's almost like you're damaging yourself more than they're damaging you because you're allowing it to continue and I think you just need to be care more about yourself I guess and um and be more aware of that. To do a lot with I think self-worth and self-respect it's kind of yeah with a toxic relationship you know everybody's all your friends and family around you is telling you that this person is toxic to you why are you still with that person it's kind of like yeah, that exactly. friendship but you're so blinded that you know mm. you look at the history of the friendship it doesn't yeah. matter if, if you've been friends with them since like third grade and you're both like 22 23 you know mm. it matters if they treat you right you know yeah no completely agree I think sometimes you have to just realize that the the past is in the past and you might have had good memories at some point and that doesn't take away from those memories but obviously for whatever reason your friendship isn't working anymore so there's no point in continuing it if you're not going to make good memories anymore do you know what I mean yeah so how should we make friends in our 20s like what is like a way that we can make friends I know some of us are still in college some of us are not in college anymore and we're mm -hmm. like work field and everything so how do you think we should make friends honestly I think the biggest thing for making friends in your 20s is like networking mm-hmm um, often your friends become friends of friends mm -hmm. um, that's a very common way to meet people I think just kind of um, throwing yourself out there like putting yourself out there in terms of like your hobbies and your career and your like your university or education life I think you just have to be willing to make a connection wherever you are so you think connections a really important thing that would be like yeah <laughs> like how do you know like you know when you meet somebody like so sometimes you might not click with them but after like two or three like hangouts you'll mm -hmm. click with them how do you like to know when to keep trying and not trying with that person if that makes I feel sense. like this is a really corny answer but I feel like you get like, <laughs> a good like feeling in your soul like uh -huh. you get like, that warm that warm feeling where you're like oh this is my this is somebody who I'm going to like gel well with. Yeah. Like, like a, you get a connection that it's kind of like being in a relationship, but like without the romantic element, if that makes sense. I get you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like the, yeah, it's you, you just know, I feel like there's always, there's always a vibe. If you like, like you don't really like using that word, but I can't think of another one. Yeah. 
or like some people talk about auras, which I guess maybe you could say that, but I need somebody that's going to be, yeah, that matches your personality, I guess. Not necessarily is the same as you, but like your personalities gel together. And I think another important key factor is also like, if you can be yourself around them, like completely mm-hmm. in the past where I had friendships, I was a little timid. I couldn't ever be myself because maybe, maybe we could have conversation, but we didn't really have nothing in common. Yeah. And- I think another important thing is just if you can be yourself as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's super important to be able to be yourself around them. What do you think about having friendships with boys or guys? Just like strictly platonic friendship. What do you think about that? Do you think that we can be friends with them or is it a little bit more difficult because one might catch feelings or something? Um, Well, I'm bisexual, so... (laughs) It's okay. So I feel like that... I don't know. I feel like in terms of that, like being friends with girls, it's platonic and being friends with guys. Like absolutely everyone can be friends with them. Like not every single, like if you're straight, not every single boy that you meet is someone you're attracted to <laughs> yeah, and, like, exactly. and vice versa. And I think yeah. it's very easy to be friends with them. And then if you do end up catching feelings for them, I don't think that's an issue either. Like a lot of great relationships are built out of friendships, but uh-huh. I think that you shouldn't stop yourself being friends because people are going to, say things and talk about it and like growing up I did like I was like more friendly with boys than Uh girls for like all primary school and people would say things but I think you just learn to have a thick skin and ignore it and at the end of the day the only people that need to like know about your friendship and care about it is the two of you I don't think so I think it's perfectly fine to be friends with guys and it can be good to get like someone else's perspective like a male perspective if that makes sense like Uh to be and obviously like you can have friends who are trans and things like that so I think yeah, I don't think it – I think when you're younger, people make it seem like it's a big deal. Yeah, they do. Really they're not. Like, so. They're like, oh, she has a lot of guy friends. Like, why? Like, I had one of my best guy friends. His name was Levi. We were friends since, like, preschool all the way through senior year of – I mean, high school, I should say. And a lot of times, a lot of people would then, they're like, they would make rumors, oh, they like each other. They're a couple. I'm mm. like, no, he's just, like, a brother to me. I don't see him that way. You know, yeah. so I completely understand with that. Do you think age matters for a friendship? Um, that's an interesting question. I feel like when you're a kid, it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Because of like, unless it's like a family friend, but just because of like um child protection more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I think when you reach a certain age, I'd say like 16 and like basically when you start working. Okay. I think it becomes way less complex because when you're working with someone mm-hmm. it's the same job but you're a different age you have a common interest and you have like work friends so, like maybe you wouldn't meet up with them like out with work but or like you gain friends who like become like your older siblings kind of kind of thing uh-huh. uh-huh. I think that there isn't an issue with that I mean if it was to become like a romantic thing then I think you would have to be careful about that yeah, that, that's true like you want to want to be like 18 being like a 30 year old like yeah exactly but I I think in terms of like I don't think that age is like a massive I think that it will age will change the way that you navigate your friendship Mm -hmm. um just because if I have a work friend who's like I don't know like a mom in their 40s and I have like a friend who's like my age like 23 and just graduated like I'm probably going to do different things with them. Do you know, like, yeah. I'm gonna get a coffee with her and, like, go for drinks with, like, my younger friend. Just because that's how our schedules work. So I feel like you just would have different conversations. But that's true. That. 
Do you think like maturity plays like a different factor in each friendship? Like, you know how, you know, one person is still in the university life and the other one's like mm-hmm. already been in a nine to five job. Do you think that, you know, like the mindset of a person can like be a little bit different to make like a um, friendship in that spectrum? Uh, yes and no. Like, um, I think, yes, sometimes, but I mm-hmm. also think that people think that we change a lot more than we actually do when we yeah. go to university to work and things like that. And I think the only risk of that is having the older friend be like, oh, I've done that and kind of like judging your experience it, your experiences and comparing it uh-huh. to theirs. But I do think that it can also be useful to have somebody who's gone through that. And also the chances are that the experiences that you have in your life are going to be very different. And you can have older friends who are, still able to be quite young at heart and you have the same where you have younger <laughs> friends who are quite wise really so I think uh-huh. it's more of a personality um thing than an age thing like in terms of like how um how you navigate that because I do think that you can meet some students who are really wise and I have some older friends that are not nearly as wise as they are if that makes sense yeah that's very true that's and I definitely agree with you with the personality thing because a lot of times you know sometimes certain personalities clash and Mm -hmm. that's okay because we're not meant to be friends with everybody yeah exactly you just kind of have to accept it do you think it's important to have a lot of friends or a small group truthful friends like what do you think now as an adult Versus when you were younger, you had to be like, oh, I want to have everybody be my friend. And now we're um, like, rather have two sure. friends. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I've always thought, even when I was younger, that I'd rather have a small group of mm-hmm. true friends. But I do think that when I was younger, I cared more about being liked by everyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily need to be friends with them, but I needed to know that they liked me. Whereas now it's kind of like, okay, some people don't like me and that's fine. Like that, yeah. that's life. But um, I do think I, it's always been key to me to have like, I have like a core four and I have mm-hmm. other friends who are wonderful and who I love and adore. But like, these are like the four that have kind of been there. I guess most of them have like, most of the four have been there for the longest, mm-hmm. but also just always been there kind of thing. And they're like, kind of like my writer dies that I can depend on the most. So, but it's not that I don't depend on the other friends. It's just that that's not the connection that we have, but yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with having more friends so long as, they're not fake friends and I think as you get older the thing that changes a lot as well is that you don't become popular by having a big group of friends you become you become like sociable by having lots of friends from different groups throughout the years of your lives who you've stayed in touch with so you have a lot of more like single friends rather than people who can all hang out together because they don't know each other yeah that's very true because I like to I'm actually I agree with you because when I was younger I was more of a person who feed all people's approval and validation mm-hmm. and I want them oh like me like me and then when I did that and when I would share things with them sometimes it would be personal things and yeah, then yeah. they would go tell everybody and then I was like wait but we were friends but then I realized those people weren't my friends they were fake friends do you want to yeah. like talk about fake friends like kind of like the signs of talk like fake friends mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that yeah, sure. I think, um, well, the first sign for me of a fake friend is just somebody who can't, never seems quite like they're being themselves. Mm-hmm. Always seems like something's kind of off, like something doesn't, I feel like you just have like a gut feeling that something doesn't feel right. And I also think that another sign is that if you can bring something like that up to them and they just avoid it, then that's, because sometimes your friend might do something without realizing, but if you can communicate and like, 
squash it and resolve it, then yes. I think then they're not afraid fake friends. You're just going through a time of like different differing opinions or whatever. Or if they can apologize for something they did, then that's fine. But um, and also, of course, like as soon as you hear that somebody is talking about you behind your back, mm-hmm. like it depends what it's about. But typically, like I would just like. I don't like to say cut them out because that's quite brutal but yeah I would would just move on I just I haven't had that to be honest though since I was like 17 just because I feel like those I know who my friends are now and I I'm the same way now like now that I'm older like 28 getting closer to Mm -hmm. my 30s I feel like my 20s were struggling of like finding out who my true friends were because when I when I was telling myself when I'm in my 30s, I want to have that solid, like, two, three friends that I want to count yeah. on. There. I don't want to go through the same trials and tribulations I did when I our emotions, hormones, everything. But at some point, you kind of have to realize who outweigh the good and the bad. And I feel like a lot yeah, of people exactly. don't do that, you know? Yeah, and I do think, though, that sometimes what you think of as a fake friend isn't necessarily a fake friend. It's just that your personalities don't mesh. yeah. And like maybe your communication styles are really different and that can really <laughs> in yeah. breakup. what do you think about friends who drift apart and like you know they haven't talked in a long time but you kind of miss them what do you want how would you fix that situation like you didn't end on bad terms it's just a lie kind of took you in a different route um i think the short answer to that is there isn't always a fix mm-hmm. um I think the reality of that is that life happens and people move on with their lives. And I like to think of life as, um, as a book and every chapter has different characters. Some characters stay in for the whole novel. Some are just there for a couple of chapters. Some are there for a few pages, the occasional one that's just there for a paragraph or a sentence. But um, I think it's important just to remember that just because you've drifted doesn't mean that in the future if you happen to be in the same place kind of thing that you won't reconnect yeah Um, but I also think you can't push for it too hard I think if you've if you've messaged them and said hey like this sucks I miss you and it doesn't really go anywhere you need to like then say okay like this isn't this is not like worth my app do you know what I mean you don't want to spend too much of your own time on that because you're just going to get down on yourself and it's not going to be a positive experience. I think at some point you just have to let go and just enjoy the memories you've had. Exactly. I completely agree because memories don't change. People change. And a friendship should be like natural. You should be able to like talk about things naturally. You shouldn't be able to force something. Yeah. And it should be just like how it is. It shouldn't be like, oh, hey, this and that. No, you should be able to have the actual conversation, you know. But I feel like some people just really don't really do that. Yeah. So let's talk confidence. What are some tips or tricks you can share for someone that is shy or just has has a hard time making friends? Like, what yeah. advice do you want to give somebody in that category? Um, I think the first thing I have to say is that I'm really not a shy person. So this is coming from somebody who's I'm like pretty extroverted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't like I wouldn't say I struggle in making friends department. I think everyone has times when they're lonely and has times when they go through things like that. But in terms of confidence, I've always been um, quite confident, but either I was confident or I was just faking it. And I think partially, and I don't mean faking it as in like faking your personality or anything like that, 
No, I, you I, kind of just I, have to act like you're a more confident person than you are. Like fake it till you make it. Yeah. And then, I think also uh, you have to be willing to put yourself out there, but there's nothing wrong with you being shy. And it's quite likely that that is a trait that people will come to love. And um, sometimes like if you're just sitting in the corner reading a book, that can be like a great opportunity for someone who is more confident to like come over and talk to you and be like, oh, what are you reading? Um, and you can build a friendship like that. But I do think in your adult life, there has to be a little bit of a like putting yourself out there, even if it's just showing up to an event and waiting for someone to say hi first. Like you don't have to be the first one to say hi but I think just being able to and also just like looking like you're happy to be in an event helps even if you are nervous and things like that I think but you can even make a joke about that like people love humor yeah they do like oh man like I'm so nervous or like oh god I feel so awkward kind of thing people will ultimately like bond over that like immediately straight away but I think um confidence comes from within and if you can't be like this is I'm gonna keep saying this but because it's just like my motto in life if you can't be a friend to yourself, then you're not going to be a good friend to anyone else because you can't even like treat yourself well. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think that that helps build your confidence is if you know more of who you are and accept yourself more as a person, then it's easier for you to accept other people accepting you, if that makes sense. Yes. And I want to add my two cents to that. It's so true because mm-hmm. I just got out of a toxic relationship and mm-hmm. basically I, he cheated on me and I lost myself. And I felt like when I lost myself, I kind of was also treating my friends a little bit badly because I, you know, was in that spot. And I think mm-hmm. it's important to treat yourself and how to self-care and how to self-love yourself because you are the longest relationship with yourself. Yeah. And if you're not happy or healthy, how can your relationships or friendships, even family ones or acquaintances, how can that even be like a happy relationship? Yeah, exactly. Um, that's really sad. <laughs> um, so how should we make a friendship feel loved? How can we make a friend feel loved? Like if they have a bad day Mm-hmm. Or they're going through a breakup. How do you like make them feel appreciated? Like to me, I'm a words and affirmation person, and yeah. I'm, and I like to give gifts. So like, yeah, something that I like to do. So I'll send them a text like, "Hey, thinking about you," or "Here's five dollars on Minmo," or whatever. You know, go get yourself a Starbucks drink. You know, kind of type yeah. of thing. So what would you like? You know, make um, them feel. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm also like quite a words of affirmation person, mm-hmm. and I think it's super. Um, important to do little things mm-hmm. all the time but I think also just not always to do them when they're having a bad day but like just to do something just to like remind someone that you appreciate them just like randomly yeah just like a reason without it being like a birthday or a Christmas or like because they're having it do you know what I mean just because mm-hmm. like, because you want to show them that you like you're you care about them you're a good friend kind of thing mm-hmm. it can be something just like as simple as like if they're having a bad day, it can be something as simple as like, do you need someone to be with you? Like, do you want to talk about it? And if you're free, like go around, like make a cup of tea for cup of tea for them, like sit and watch a film with them. Mm -hmm. If they want to talk about it, be there to talk about it. If they want to distract themselves for a while until they're ready, be willing to do that. Like you just need to be flexible to that particular friend. Cause I think the one thing to remember as well, that all your friends are different people and they all have different needs and different ways that they personally like to feel appreciated so I think it's about knowing that friend and knowing what would make them feel appreciated and for me I'm big on writing because I'm a writer obviously uh-huh. so um, I really love to write letters especially to um, 
um, or like notes and especially to friends who I have like living abroad. And um, I really like to write poems for my friends that just like, like are. That. Yeah, so I, I love to write poems that are about them and about like why they're so great. And but there's it's normally like sometimes it's a birthday, but quite often it's just because I was thinking about how wonderful they are and I just wanted them to write in a poem. <laughs> And I just share that with them because I think that's nice for them to know that that's about them. But I yeah. will release those poems that no one else will know because that's their decision if they want the rest of the world to know. But like, it's like something between them and I, which is nice. And the one thing about poetry, because I recently started getting into poetry myself, it's like mm-hmm. when you write these things down, that po- whatever that poem is about or whatever it is about, the other person may not know they have those qualities in them. So you're surprised yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. So it's a nice and it's also not expected because you just do it because you just happen to have that thought that day kind of thing. So it's yeah. kind of like it's... exactly. Do you want to add any like any other uh, thing from your side? Like do you want to ask any questions or do you want to like add anything on your point? Um, I don't know. I guess how do you navigate? The thing I find interesting is how people navigate friends in work and if they ever navigate their friends how that works when you leave a workplace because I've always I mean I've had great work friends but I only probably have a couple of work friends from like my most recent job apart from I worked at a summer camp and we're all super close but that's kind of you live together it's kind of a different experience Mm -hmm. in terms of like part-time jobs and things like that and full-time jobs like I'd say like I'm in touch with them on Facebook and things like that but like I don't have like a do you know what I mean like I don't have friends that I like hang out with apart from my most recent um like how to make friends outside of work or inside like with them like inside of work and when you leave a workplace do you stay friends with people from that work or are you just kind of friends with them in work and when you move for me personally my last job which was working at a catholic school um mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider them as my friends it was more like an acquaintance thing we didn't really hang out outside of work we more like hanged mm-hmm. out but we added each other on social media and everything so yeah. we do follow them but I think in order to have great friends in work personally my opinion I feel like you have to be able to click at work and also have to have like some uh not I want to say communication but like have some way of like vibing even though I hate that word too but like you have to be able to have that connection and then bring yeah. that to like tell that coworker like hey I'm going to this event do you want to go with me and if they say yes go with them if not then you yeah. know that's not like really a friendship that you want to make just to simply a coworker. but I usually not try to mix friends with coworkers because that can also get a little bit like too much you know yeah like blurred lines yeah <laughs> like boundaries. The, the issue with that can be that um you don't have uh something in common other than your work yeah and it's like when I'm not at work I don't want to talk about work if <laughs> you get me yeah and then sometimes like at work true at work because I have like trust issues I don't want to like tell everybody everything because what if that person mm-hmm. like goes around and tells people like you know not not that I have anything to hide but it's like confidentially you know respect kind of thing and I don't want them to like oh she said this and my whole business goes out so I think kind of have to like make sure who that friend is at work make sure if you can trust that friend and then invite them somewhere and if they say yes then you guys can go for it then you know go from there to make that friendship yeah I got you yes so what advice do you have left for somebody that's listening to this podcast that is struggling with making friends in their 20s and 
just like oh I'm just making friends on social media or like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I don't know what else to do like these friends that I had they I make plans with them but they like don't follow through you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. I think the biggest piece of advice that I've kind of said already but Mm -hmm. I just want to like say it is Mm -hmm. like you really need to know who you are and know yourself and be your own friend before any other friendships are going to work. And I think in terms of friendships via social media, um, my first ever friend at university, we like met on a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And we're friends now and that's five years later. So I think that social media can be a great way to meet people. And I also think with everything going on right now, if people are being flaky right now, and I don't mean like flaky as in like they have stuff happening in their yeah. lives, just aren't making the effort especially during lockdown they're not even going to do a video call or anything you will be aware that obviously some people have anxiety and things like that and like but that's something you should be aware of as a friend yeah. anyway. but I think if they're continuing to be flaky then you just need to be like well obviously you need to find different friends, different friends. exactly yeah exactly because like a friendship should like not flake out on you like I understand things happen and life happens but mm-hmm. they should be also be like, okay, like say, oh, you're supposed to hang out Saturday, but something came up. Be like, okay, well, we can hang out Monday, but tell them the reason why, but don't like ghost them because if you ghost your friend, that's just really bad. And they will also yeah. think that, oh my gosh, something is wrong with me type of situation. And yeah, I also, that. Think, I also think, um, don't be afraid to be lonely. I know that probably sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah. don't. Don't allow yourself to stigmatize loneliness. Like loneliness is very common at all ages mm-hmm. and stages of life. And I think that everyone gets lonely sometimes. It doesn't matter if you're in an incredible marriage, if you've got eight kids, if you've got like a billion friends, or if you've got like five incredible friends that you live with, or it doesn't matter what the situation is. There's always times in your life where you're going to feel lonely Alive. and that's completely yeah. natural. And that's just part of, us as human beings and how we function and I think allow yourself to feel that but don't like do in it for too long but don't be like yeah don't be afraid to be lonely because I just think that that's can be really unproductive and that can force you to make fake friends and toxic friends mm-hmm. just you're so desperate not to be alone but you need to learn how to spend time alone because in reality as much as obviously other people in your life are so important and so key mm-hmm. the one person that you can depend on for your whole life is yourself yeah exactly and I think also just another thing about being lonely I you know I'm going through that right now in some some way just in this season you kind of have to figure out like yourself and what you want putting boundaries on people I think a lot of times why we have a lot of toxicity in our lives because we don't have boundaries even with us I think that's another important thing is to put boundaries and if you put boundaries on somebody and they get mad or rather than they are not your friend or the people that you want in your life because if you put boundaries or have somebody understand you then they should be able to be like okay with it you know yeah no I agree I think I think it's important that you that they can understand that your alone time and some parts of your life are for you and not for other people. Exactly. <laughs> um, so do you want to just talk about a little bit, one more thing about, you know, how when friendships get into relationships and they kind of just like abandon you sort of thing. Do you want to go over that a little bit? When friendship get into relationships and they what? Sorry. I and, didn't get that. And then they, you know, like when your girlfriends get into like long-term relationships and they like, they, right. Oh, they abandon you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I think 
all I have to say to that is that's definitely happened to me more than once. And I think, <laughs> first of all, like, call it out. Like, you need to say to them, like, this is, like, you're not, you're not being very cool right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important also, though, that you, you don't necessarily need to be best friends with their significant other, but I think that being able to have some kind of, like, re- like front relationship with them and, like, an actual relationship means that it's easier because then they can hang out with their, like, but obviously, but also, like, you shouldn't, I mean, no offense to anyone out there, but you really shouldn't be too codependent on your partner. Yes. I think it's super important to have your own life. So I think that you just have to call it out and it will be a hard pill for people to swallow quite often. Mm -hmm. And I think if they can accept it and they kind of drift from you, you just have to let that happen. And then if something goes wrong in that or something they come back to you for whatever reason, I think you have to be willing and open if you're able to, if you feel too emotionally hurt, then Mm -hmm. fair enough to say that and be like, no, I'm sorry, but you treated me badly. But if you're able to, I think you need to be able to say, look, I understand, like, I get it. Like, from? Yeah, I'm here for you now. And as long as they apologize, then it's fine. But because it is forgive and forget, but I can't forgive if you don't ask me to forgive you. Exactly. So I think, exactly. Yeah. I, I would be willing to get over it, but I need to be asked to get yeah. over it. First. And like, give me time, but also make your apology real. Don't just be like, well, I'm sorry. Because, you know, there's a lot of times people have like that bitchy apology and they just do it under the rug kind of thing yeah and I don't like that (laughs) yeah I think um if uh obviously give me let them give the apology and um hopefully a good apology but then I think they have to accept that your friendship dynamic has now changed as a result of their behavior yeah you need to like if you need like I feel like communication is key so you need to tell them look yeah I want to still be friends but like it's going to take a, a bit of time to get back to like where we were as friends if we ever do, because I don't know if I can trust you as much or if you're as loyal kind of thing anymore. So I think it's important to be you aware. You have to put the same effort as I'm, as you and me together, you know? That's yeah, true. exactly. So um, I don't know if you would like to give your social media handles out and see if anybody wants to follow you. Um, sure. See if anybody wants to be like, hey, you know, I had a great, time talking to Kirstie I want to like follow her on Instagram do you want to give out your social media handle yeah sure so my um social media handle it's like my personal one on Instagram is at keen Kirstie underscore and then my podcast one is just at fancy a blether and blether is b-l-e-t-h-e-r and it's all just one word and that's my main. Well, I suppose I have my writing one too. Do you want that one yeah, as well? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah it my, my, my writing one is observe, absorb, write. So it's a little bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> it's like observe as in to observe things, absorb as in to take them in, and then to write as in to like write something. And that's all just one, no spaces. And that's my poetry account. But my main, I don't know, they're all kind of, but my main like one with my life is keen courtesy. But once I get back into teaching, like that will go private, whereas the other two will stay public. <laughs> I, I will list that in the show notes that way you guys can go cool. ahead and check it out. Thank you, my new friend, for being on my podcast. No worries. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>